Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 208 of Forever Exiled. It feels like it's been that many episodes since we've seen each other. It does. It's been, it's been two weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a while. Could have been longer. No, I wasn't gonna say anything mean, but you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just getting ready you to throw the coming. fists. I thought uh, I, I, did, yeah, I just wanted to get the first punch. Uh, big shout out to our patrons. Thank you, John, for joining our Patreon whilst we were away, and for everybody else who resubbed up, and uh, everybody else who supports the podcast. We love your faces. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast. We talk about stuff and things and such. Lots of such. We appreciate you. Even things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, everyone, for your uh, compliments. We did uh, two interviews, per se. Uh, we went on Faded Connections two weeks ago. Something like that, yeah. Maybe not quite, week but Two close. weeks mm-hmm. ago. And then uh, we also had Octavian come on our show as well. And uh, so thank you, everyone, for going out of your way to compliment the episodes. Uh, all three of them were absolutely fantastic to be around and it's great talking to them. And uh, so thank you for them for their time. And uh, thank you, everyone, for going out of your way to make us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, it was fun. First time for us doing the Faded Connections live thing with cameras. And mm-hmm. yeah, how was your week? And oh, go ahead. And Justin felt especially warm and fuzzy because he was drunk for a complete week straight. And so the compliments went go extra deep into his heart. Not extra warm and not fuzzy. the whole week. But how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a good week. Um, I did that thing again with my lawn where every row was a different height. Why do you do that? So I changed it <laughs> just for fun. I think or? it's fun. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> awesome. It's it is for fun. I mean, you know, like, you know how my brain works. It's the same thing Isn't with like theory work? crafting and building. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But it's fun work. And with the new lawnmower that I think is worse than my old lawnmower that I was forced to buy. Was it the beginning of this season or last season uh, when I was having all those battery problems with it? Um, This one feels a lot cheaper, but it's a lot lighter in general. It's like a Formula One car. You push a Formula One car on the side and you feel like you're going to knock it over. But with this, it feels the same way, but it's so much lighter to change the height. Anyway. Yeah, it was just for fun, you know? I was like doing the lines in my lawn, and I'm like, you know what? wonder what the lowest setting's like. And all of a sudden, my grass is like, vroom, vroom, vroom. and I'm like, okay, we'll forego the lowest setting. And so, but then I was trying the different settings, seeing what it looked like. Cause I like the. Did you second. cut it all at the highest setting and then work your way down? Or did you actually try to cut at that lowest setting right from the get go where the grass was so already long? My lawnmower goes from, it says one to three inches, but there's like an extra high height that I swear is like two feet. Okay. Right. Like, so it's huge. So it's the highest non-absurd height. Okay. Right. And I think that is at three inches and that's where I like it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm planning on hopefully remembering for next season so that hopefully my grass is shading itself enough that it'll stay. I don't have to water it. I'm not going to water it anyway, but uh, so that I don't have to water it. And hopefully it stays green throughout the majority of our drought summer next year. So I'm going to be keeping it at three, but I want to see how nice it looked because when it's time to cut, like when you cut it three inches next week where we live with like our rain and sun and stuff, it's it's like a foot, yeah, you know what fast, I mean? Like yep. you got a lot to cut. So it looks nice when you first cut it, but it doesn't look nice about um, half a week into it. I still like it, but it doesn't, I, I, it does look nicer when it's cut shorter. So I'm like, I'm going to keep it at three inches, but let's see. So I did a three inch cut and then I did a one inch cut and then I did a three inch cut and then I did a one and a half inch cut and then a three inch and then a two inch, three inch, two and a half inch. Oh, it was fun, That's man. Awesome. It was good. The front yard barely got anything. There's like a tenth of my yard that's still growing in the front. Yeah. I mean, we just had a wonderfully rainy week, so hopefully things start growing. I mean, I redid some seed, like all the splotchy areas that the sun said, nope. Don't like you grass. Uh, I put some soil out uh, earlier in the week waiting for the rain. And then as soon as the rain started coming, I actually waited too long the day that it wasn't supposed to rain. Like I don't like uh, our family. We we Sabbath once a week. We just make sure that we have a day where we don't do any chores. And so it was supposed to rain on the Saturday and we Sabbath on the Sunday just because it works well for our family. And then it was supposed to rain starting Monday all the way through. Now, forgot where that was going. But anyway, I, I seeded on a day where it was supposed to be dry. And it wasn't so like <laughs> like trying to like use my little spreader, but all the rains making the seeds stick to the plastic and it was a lot more work than it should have been. But I was excited to finally get to work on the lawn again. And so it's been fun watching the rain do the work for me and uh, 
see my very inconsistent backyard, which is nice and luscious green, be completely out to lunch. Mm, so sweet. Yeah. So, uh, no, I had a good week, though. I mean, the kids are off school today. Yours are, too. Right. We have a we call them pro D days where we are and then they have Monday off. What's Monday? I don't mean to be insensitive. So let me say uh, what Monday is, is. Truth and Reconciliation Day. Yes. Excellent. And that's in recognition for, I guess, equality for everyone that lives in the country. Our history in Canada, we were pretty not nice. A very big understatement to those that were here before us. And so this is just one of those days off where everybody gets to reflect on equality. So anyway, that's Monday. But today's a pro D day. I hate that right schools now? do that. Our schools do that. They're like, oh, it's a not the reconciliation. No, day. that it, it's a long weekend, and they're like, we're going to make it extra long. We're going to give you the opposing day yeah. off. I can't stand when they do that. It's so annoying. Why? It's just a pain in the ass. I don't like pro D days at all. Pro D days are stupid. Yeah. Get back in school. Um, yeah, my my uh, this week's been fine. I've been sick, so it's been tough. I got sick. I think on Monday. It started and then I had to speak starting Tuesday. So it made this week rough. Speak? Yeah, we're doing training sessions. So I was, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest week. And then um, just for that, just because I didn't, I just didn't, didn't feel great. So it's kind of starting to, I take a lot of stuff when I'm sick, like a lot. Like I fight colds with medicine <laughs> and drugs. <laughs> not, not with gusto. No, sleep and drugs. Not That's with what bravery. I do. Mm-mm. Nope, I am a whiny baby when I'm sick. I hate being sick. Uh, oh, do you do you know that commercial? I think it's a Nyquil commercial. But there's yeah, this yeah. guy. Pam it's one of my favorite commercials. Yes, my <laughs> wife and I reference Pam all the time. The guy. So for those listening, the, the there's a commercial, older commercial now, but whatever. Commercials are the best. Uh, there's a commercial where this guy he's like so sick, his like face looks like it's melting off. He's so sick, he's lying down in bed. He's like, Pam. <laughs> Pam, and he's looking towards the ensuite, the uh, the washroom that's attached to their bedroom. He's like, Pam. She's brushing her teeth. She leans back and looks at him. And uh, sorry, I'm like acting it out, so my mouth's moving away from the mic. She's brushing her teeth. She leans back and looks at him like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "Pam, can you call my mom?" <laughs> and she just looks at him like he's such a wuss and just hucks a bottle of whatever advertising like medicine or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was it's so great. So we're always like. He wants to call Pam for you. Yeah. She can call your mom. Yeah. So anyway. uh, that my, yeah, my week's just been, been that. And then the week before that I was in Vegas, which was a lot of fun. So I was there for the week before, uh, which is why our episodes lined up really nicely for me to go away and not have to worry about us recording. And Vegas was fun. Vegas is hilarious, man. They got like one in one afternoon for about maybe 20 or 30 minutes of rain there. That place floods in an instant. Like we went into a hotel to do some shopping or something. I don't remember what, when we came out of the hotel, it looked like pipes had cracked. Like there was water just pouring through these pipes and like running down the road. And we got into an Uber and we were driving along the strip and the orange construction cones were just floating along the strip. Like the big ones, big, huge pylons We're just like going for a ride down the strip. It's just, it's just, that's crazy. Their drainage there is so different. I wonder, I mean, it's obviously worth it for them to do it that way, but I wonder how often it rains there. It will be hilarious if that place rains during F1. The F1 will get canceled straight up. It will, <laughs> it will get, they won't be able to do it. It will just straight up be canceled. If the place floods with like a few millimeters of rain, it's crazy. So what was it like? Um, I mean, obviously you have your experience there and say as much as you want, but I'm curious what the, I mean, they're building like it's it's an extremely valuable strip billions and billions of dollars goes through that strip and there's a massive construction project going on for the formula 1 circuit mm. of course we're big fans but that's like the formula 1 circuit's legit going down the main straight yep. like how is that interrupting everything does it oh, ruin the awful. experience no. for you well uh it might if you had like not like the bellagio been. fountains have been turned off no they're yeah. running but you can't stand in front of them to watch you have to watch them from like across the street or like the the road's not open in front of them. Oh, okay. So they are still running, but um, it, I wouldn't, it would not, it would suck if the, if it was like your first time, first or second time to Vegas. Like we've seen all the attractions. So for us, we sort of know where we're going and to not see some of that stuff like the Bellagio and the volcano and stuff like that. Um, it would suck a little bit for that, but the, I will tell you the Uber drivers hate it. And the, the local people there, like 
don't seem like very big fans. Like most, of the, I think every Uber driver we talked to minus one said they wouldn't work during the F1 week because they, their, their routes to drive uh, a 10, 15 minute drive now will probably take them 50 to 60 minutes. And even with the surge pricing that happens because Uber, of closed, because closed of them roads. closing it. Yeah. And that actually starts, I think next week, they start closing those roads next week because of the work that has to be done. So, um, they were saying that, yeah, they, I guess there's surge pricing that happens during these events where the Uber cost goes like way, way up. But the guy was saying to me, it, it doesn't even close to make up for the fact that what I could have done, maybe four or five drop offs is now only one. I don't make up that difference in money. So a lot of them aren't mm. going to be working it. So I wonder if the companies are being compensated by the municipality or state, because that's probably going to impact the ones that are close to the closed areas is probably going to impact their business quite a lot. I, uh, I don't know. Like I was one of the guys was saying that the the hotels don't really care because they're going to be full. Like there, there, there's a, there's a hotel there that has a, a deal where I think it was for six people. It was a million dollars for six tickets to the F1 and a hotel room was a million dollars for whatever this setup That's was. Crazy. Yeah. Like it better be the best setup in the world. If that starts to be the going price to go to a formula one circuit, just take me now, Lord, I'm ready to go. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was cool to see, cause I could see like parts of the track that we've raced when we play it. Um, sure. so it was fun to see like what they're doing, but. Oh, it was, yeah, that place is just a gong show right now with construction and roads mm. shut down and stuff, but it was fun. It was a good trip. And good. then I'm glad you had a good yeah, time. We did saw some videos, not as many drunk tests nah, as I, I was good. hoping, unless I you did, did them in a good. different, no, but you're not supposed to want to do pretty good. You're supposed to want to text us. No, sometimes I get in trouble. And so from who not from us? Well, I could say the wrong thing unless... or I already got That's in trouble. Fine. I, what what did I do? I don't remember. I don't remember. Some, maybe some of the video. I don't remember. But it was fun. We had a really good time. I wasn't like super drink. Like we drank pretty heavy a couple of the days there. One of the days we went to the pool. And I don't remember how we got back to our room. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And then the piano bar is always one of my favorite things to do. When mm -hmm. we go there. Top golf's a lot of fun. It was nice. The weather was really nice. It was hot out and we just did like we've been so many times. So we do a lot of shopping. We just go like hit different types of restaurants, go do shopping. And there's a lot of F1 stuff there right now, like a lot. That's cool. I, yeah. Well, it's also like stupidly expensive. Like even though I would like some stuff, I don't need a sweatshirt for 280 US dollars. Good Lord. American. Did, um, this was your first time where that big eye globe stadium was. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we saw it. It's cool. <laughs> cool uh, yeah i don't really care too much about it but i do i did like park mgm because it's uh not it's the only non-smoking hotel on the strip so do you pay extra for that or do you i, th not I even think know? it's a little bit more expensive but um, <laughs> i think i love it but the uh no no smoking in the hotel is awesome you don't go back up to your room after hanging out in the casino for a bit just reeking like smoke and we were we went there right after the mgm hack happened so okay that was a little interesting too because you know they were still figuring all their stuff out with regards to people being uh the week before us unable to check in except through a person it was like four or five hour wait lines the week before we got there which i would not have done no, no definitely I would not. Have gone i'm to glad you hotel. didn't have to do that yeah so it was it was fun i uh, and then i was just gonna say so we did the we did faded which that was actually more fun than i thought it was gonna be i was a little nervous leading up into faded it was funny because we were talking with Kat and Baylor on Discord beforehand and and Kat had made a comment about like, oh, it's just, I don't remember what it was, but it was something about, oh, it's no problem. It's just, you know, pretend people aren't watching. And I, I was thinking to myself, I don't care about people watching. I care about the <laughs> fact that you guys, you know, they talk at a relatively higher level of PoE than I'm used to. And I didn't want to look like an idiot. So Right. Well, I thought you did fantastic because you were nervous and uh, well, not nervous, but just unsure about what I didn't it would know be where like the direction they were going to go. Right. Yeah. We've not done that and before. So I thought you did fantastic. You carried the conversation very well. I thought it was fun. I thought I, it went way longer than I thought it would have. I thought by an hour and a half, we'd be ready to bounce. But I think it was like three and a half hours. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. And I was going to say, too, like, I hope I, I think I noticed a couple people comment. Maybe it was in our discord. I don't remember where it was, but that people give those guys credit for what they do because to to do 
a podcast for Tyler and I, we've worked a great system out. It works for our schedule and we live two blocks away in the same time zone and we rarely do interviews. And the reason for that is mostly me. It's I don't I don't want to. It's hard to schedule. And for those guys, you know, I hope people give them credit because they're both in very different time zones and they never do it by themselves. They've always got other people on there. So that is a massive undertaking to try and organize right. that scheduling wise. And so. Yeah, I don't know. It's just someone's always waking up at an ungodly hour and the other person's always up. Or, getting, yeah, right. It's yeah. crazy. And then you're still wanting to be energetic and uh, attentive, mm-hmm. be capable of properly communicating then efficiently enough that you want them to come back, but also that they enjoy themselves and also that the viewers are enjoying the content like it's a lot. So, and then so good for them. Throw on top of that the fact that they do it live and they do it on a medium where people can comment and respond and like you know we have a a great benefit of we're audio only focused we tend to have a pretty good audience and youtube represents such a tiny percentage of our listeners so you know there's the comment section for us is discord really that's where we get the feedback from is not we don't have that ongoing certainly not live commentary happening and all right you know i just i'm i was i'm impressed with with what they do they're you know, putting themselves out there to the wonderful world wide web and, you know, all the things that live <laughs> under the under the bridges that come out sometimes. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I was imp- I'm impressed with what they do. I think that's a, a big undertaking. So props to them. And then Octavian yeah. was a ton of fun to, to chat with as well. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. That was wonderful for him to give us time as well. Mm-hmm. You uh, we had a lot and this isn't like I'm not trying to brag. I'm just trying to be thankful. We had a lot of very positive feedback uh, regarding both episodes. Uh, but it is uh, YouTube, and there's also people that are not familiar with how we go about playing or chatting the game. There's um, people that definitely wouldn't have listened to us if we weren't on someone else's show. Would you like to go through some of the negative comments on YouTube, Justin? Oh, I only saw. I don't. I didn't pay a ton of t- ton of attention. I when Tyler and I started, I told him, I'm like, I'm not going to watch chat because I don't want to read somebody being like, yeah. Those guys are idiots. And I'd be like, I know, guy, like we're trying to figure out why we're here too. like piss off. (laughs) Uh, So I didn't actually read too many of them, but I just saw a few good ones. I saw one negative one because I messaged you and we both laughed at the idea that I don't think this person actually listened to the podcast. But um, yeah, sure. Here, here, uh, let's not let's not shout them out, unfortunately. I don't want to give them, you know, anytime somebody's like, no, totally. But you know what? Every time somebody's like a douche driver on my street, I want to like put their license plate on our episode and then people harass them i'm like quick i'm a quick to anger kind of guy so anyway um this person says you would have been better asking some random stranger in the supermarket some questions about poe than these two guys i, I did see that grammar. was the only one i saw they have no clue at all don't even know previous leagues they just know it from trailers probably the weakest podcast in my opinion, that was the only one I read. And first off, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe you could find somebody in the supermarket that knows more than us. Maybe I'll give you that. You know, that's possible. But you're a dick. But also, um, what? We don't know previous <laughs> leagues when I'm trying to I was trying to remember, like, when did we talk about previous leagues? We were like, oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, it was me when I didn't know when you guys were referencing the. um because, you, you know, I get my stuff mixed sure. up all the time. Like you say Sanctum and I'm thinking something yeah, yeah. else. Um, but there, there was the one that we just did with the trees on the items. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's that called? Can't even think of it right now. Don't know. So we're anyway, there was that one where I was like, wait, was that this crucible, one? Crucible, crucible. No, no, no. It was this crucible. Right, yeah. right. So anyway, th- I think that's what that was referencing. Because that's the <laughs> only time we actually talked about it. So I only know what it was like from the, from the other that's one. That's so, awesome. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Ten, 10 units is 10 decimeters. 10 decimeters are one meter. Learn some basic metrics. Was that, is that actually negative or is that just kidding at us? What were we? What well, were... when someone comes up to you and says, learn some basic metrics. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd rather not. I'd rather right. not. And it still is irrelevant because we're talking about how to apply that into the game. Was this what, when like, we were talking about like range or something maybe? Yeah, yeah the yeah, difference oh, the from thing, right, right, meters, right. Yeah. units turning into meters. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. Oh, a decimeter. Okay. Oh, so now, now I know. I know. <laughs> Funny enough, I was looking at, because uh, I was doing a lot of theory crafting this week, I was looking at behead support. Mm-hmm. And now it's like 0.5 meter melee range. Oh. Increase, like pl- plus 0.5 meter melee range. And I'm like, yep. 
trap. I liked plus three mm-hmm. melee range because the funny thing is, is on the tree it still says plus three to melee range. It doesn't say oh, really? 0.5 oh, meters. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so many compliments. I would love there to show that everybody the majority gave of the compliments. So please, please yeah. don't be offended that we're not. I just thought it would be funny to be fun with the negative. We haven't done this in forever talking about I think almost all people. of them were positive that, that I remember seeing, but I only looked in the first like day or two. And some of them were like not they would be offensive if we didn't know the people, you know what I mean? Like it was just like people loving that we keep distracting from Path of Exile or loving that we're not the elite tier. So you know what I mean? Like it was a lot of our faithful listeners that were making some really fun compliments. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, this one was great. Uh, I tried listening to these guys podcast a couple of times. They way too normies for my taste. Talk so little about PUE and so much about how their kids are going to school and how they did barbecues and shit. And now <laughs> I'm learning they don't even play leagues, just rotting in standard. Jeez. So again, they, nice. they listen to like a portion of maybe what we spoke about, but also nice listening. Yeah, skills. you're right. If you should just he should just listen or he or she should just listen to the first 15 minutes of our podcast over and over. <laughs> They'll learn to yeah. love us. Ah, oh, so many great compliments I'm skimming through. Normies. They way too normies. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so many good ones. The lawn care section made me realize I don't actually like PoE, and things outside this game can be fascinating puzzles. <laughs> that wasn't a diss, that was just... I, hadn't I think most of them were quite, quite positive, if I remember correctly. Yes, they were. It's, oh, this one's, this one's negative and positive. Slightly annoying guests and incapable of answering a question without a five-minute non-related rambling. My mistake. Could not make it through the whole podcast, but this seems to be the exception when I see all the Forever Exiled fanboys in the comments. I mean, all the rambling? Like, that's what a podcast is. If you don't talk, podcasts don't exist. I'm not watching four hours of Tyler going off on tangents. F this. <laughs> what? What tangent? Uh, any of them. Anyway. That was awesome. So many wonderful compliments. It was fun to show out some fun of the negative do. ones. But thank you so much for everybody that was very kind and complimentative. Uh, I don't I, mean to be repetitive. Uh, we just want to be, make sure that we, you know that we saw your comments and we're very, very thankful. Yeah, they were awesome. The, uh, I don't remember if it was on there on Discord or what, or I can't remember where I saw it, but I did see a couple people mention like, oh, now that you guys have done this, hopefully you're going to start doing, you know, live or camera stuff for your own. And I was like, nah, this was not foreshadowing. I promise <laughs> we aren't doing it. Not happening. Yeah. No, maybe, maybe for episode 723. It's just around the river bend. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I the, the live thing is not my thing. Tyler and I like to just like do stupid shit while we're recording and things happen and we've got noise and kids and all that good stuff. We do have episode 222 coming up in rep digits. What are we on right now? 208? Yeah. Hmm. Only 14 away. And you know how time flies. All right. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed. I want to get into this week in POE. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, build of the week, two of them we missed, so didn't get a chance to watch them. Sorry, build of the week winners. Um, a couple hideout competitions. So those are always really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really, really hope. I think this. I think I've said this before. It sounds familiar. That GGG completely modifies the hideout editing for Path of Exile Two. It's too old school now. It's too. I think yeah, I've said that before. I don't think they will though. Yeah. No, but I think they should it, like to just get lost in that moment when any everything's already unlocked. Now you don't have to play the game to unlock stuff like you used to have to. You could just get lost. And especially because you can have one hideout per like a saved hideout per background or per what's it called? Base, base or whatever. Yeah, it's astonishing. I mean, they, they do need to fix that. The reclaim all button doesn't reclaim everything from everything, but still like I don't it's, know how you would make it easier, though, when there's like one piece that's got 30 versions of it, because you'd have to have a massive menu to pick from if you didn't have well, these variations. You would have a little bit more stability in how level everything is. You wouldn't have that. You would have much more consistent levels in terms of heights, right? So you, things wouldn't clip as much 
there's definitely a lot of things that don't integrate very well because of how tall or low they sit on the ground. Uh, and then there's also how angles move. If you actually restricted the angles, like right now you can spin an item that you want to put in your hideout it, any of the 360 degrees. But if you restricted that to, you know, 10 or 12 different degrees, whatever it would be, right? Nine degrees, something like that, or 18, then you would have a much easier way of actually clicking them. And then having kind of like that click option as well, where things could just together then you would be able to have a lot easier symmetry and be able to when when you know the the levels of height are the same as well you would be able to piece things together in a way that wouldn't want make, make your brain explode from a cramp trying to perfect things so something like that like not i guess kind of how fallout 76 ended up making their hideouts and stuff click together and that kind of thing like it would the click was more important than the height when you were making stuff there. So obviously that's a completely different game, but something where the user is capable of doing exactly what they want, as opposed to trying to find an item that will hopefully work for them. If they scroll through the 30 different variations, they know that whatever they pick will be able to work properly with it. Whether yeah, it looks it is good tough. or not would be the difference. Because so. in those 30 variations, you could have something that takes up one square and then all of a sudden something that takes up four. Like it, they just, they're so different. Yeah. So I really hope that is a change coming. It would be very disappointing for people that love to do this. People spend hundreds of hours doing this stuff that are really good at this. So I don't know. I think it would be nice to have going on circles. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, yeah, I was the community highlights. I always like seeing them, but you know what I'm kind of getting disappointed with? What? It's the same people. For what? The community highlights. It's it's the common oh, names. I, I see. want. I would love somebody to go through like, yeah, I get some of the common names because that's good for marketing and that's good for this and all that. But when you then then refresh the list and do it by viewers, you know what I mean? So sure. Now you're seeing the Twitch list for Path of Exile people, you know, people with the most viewers at the top. Switch that up and then like take people that have no viewers or five viewers and, you know, just like try and find a few clips every now and then have a couple no namers on your screen all the time. Have a couple big you know just like it's it's nice to mix it up a little bit when it's always the same people and it's always the popular people it's kind of like it feels less like a community when you're only doing the crazy popular all the time hmm. i i get that the crazy popular are good for money and numbers and all that kind of stuff that that makes sense but it's less of a community when it's when the community's not recognizing the small people too um what do we have? Uh, MTX. Uh, oh, yeah. The Ancestor Mystery Box concept art. Mm -hmm. um, and there were three new microtransactions. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a portal. Hall of the Dead. Do you like that one? Actually, that I was a cool. big fan of the it was portal, right. Did you? It was basic, but it was fine. Uh, yeah, it is. I actually bought the... Some stuff was on sale this past week, and I'll get into that later. But the I finally caved and bought the project some project skins because the zombie... You know, that's the one where like the zombies have tubes going in them, and they're all oh, green. Okay. And then it's from a lot. That's from the Metamorph League, mm. I think. Like long. That's how long I've been like humming and hawing over it. And then I finally went and spent the money. It was like 40 bucks eventually. Well, and if they come out with a zombie skin next league, like clowns or treants that I've always wanted, I'm going to be fine with it. But still, <laughs> um, but the I bought the portal. Sweet. Have, have you seen the portal for project? It's basically like this big, big tub or bucket, like huge oh, bucket. that pours down or whatever. It doesn't do anything. It looks like it's supposed to pour, but there is zero animation to it. I was oh. very disappointed. I'm still considering going back. I thought it pours out or something. For, doesn't do anything. I mean, maybe it does when the loading screens up, but every single time I click on it, nothing happens. And that oh. was actually really disappointing because the whole reason I got it was I wanted to see mm -hmm. what it would do. It was like, so I'm actually thinking about emailing them for a refund because mm -hmm. it doesn't do anything. Um, but yeah, so anyway, they have this Hall of the Dead one. Uh, they came up with the Forge of the Titans. I don't. Uh, that league that I can't remember. Crucible. It starts with a C. Mm -hmm. Crucible. They came up with like that main thematic. Pretty cool. Uh, very cool. Mm -hmm. Very, very cool. And it has, I think it has the interaction with like that unique um, crafting bench. Is, I think well. that becomes your crafting bench, right? Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I'm, I'm sure you can add your own anyway, but still oh. really cool. Yeah. I like when they and do then, hideouts like this where your area to build is not the whole area. 
So there's like a background yes. that's that's not part of your hideout to build, but it's like you're in the middle of it. I, I, those look cool. Yeah, definitely. And uh, they came out with a cordy, cord, cordyceps? Cordyceps uh, yeah, the bow. bow MTX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So, yeah. And then lots of patches. Lots of patches. Uh, there was a hot fix and then a C patch. And the C patch also came out with um, on console as well. So everybody's all... All samesies. Everybody's samesies. That C patch, there were actually some things in there that I really liked that surprised me um, that they weren't, that that they haven't been there since the beginning. So like um, the fact that now Divine Vessels and Scarabs, I didn't realize that they were only ever map owner base drops. We would have noticed it playing for sure, but um, I thought I it was always just by chance that the scarabs would happen to drop for me or the divine vessels. So now they actually drop the way they're supposed to, hmm. which could be to anyone. And also, I love that they fixed it now so that when you're going to apply an incubator, you can see there's an incubator item, an incubator icon on the bottom right corner of an item that already has an incubator on it, which is right, super so you can nice. actually see so much it. Yes. faster to apply them. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Those are both very, very cool. So, yeah, the logbooks and the divine vessels and scarabs oh sorry logbooks atlas memories divine vessels and scarabs are now can drop for everybody Mm -hmm. which is really cool uh incubators like you said and uh, i can't how many foiled unique items are there in the game now they added another 994 i saw that it's crazy like that is i mean maybe 10,000 of them are are mage bloods or headhunters or whatever else people really really like but Man, that's a, that's a lot. Like, if I was to know how many there were now, I don't know if I would spend the money on it. Like, if I had the money to spend and I wanted to I do mean, that. I don't I, think most people were spending what money because do. they wanted to have a foiled unique, though, right? Like, people were doing it because they want some of the other stuff yeah, or oh, support definitely. them or whatever. But, yeah, I agree with you. The definitely. chances like of yours so, being found is low. There are, well, even just that, the chances of finding one you want or could use or like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be pretty diluted now. Now, but that being said, I mean, like you said, you're doing it to support the company and it's mm-hmm. cool when somebody else gets your item and they're excited. Imagine being one of those like thousands of people and you just made a more common item that people like if it dropped on the ground, it would wouldn't even show on a filter anyway. Yeah. So another another thousand out of there. So that was all really neat and fancy. They are starting finally adding YouTube videos from XLCon 2. Oh, good. A little late. It's the end of September, <laughs> beginning of October. Uh, their thing was at July. So it's yeah. two months. End of July. Yeah, end of July. So then the end of August, end of September. So it's it's been two months. Um, and they're starting to come out with them like maybe once a week. The first one they had was Bosses and Monsters. Awesome one to do. The next one was Item Design and Mechanics. Really like that stuff. Um, some of those things are interesting to watch, like because you're looking for snippets that you don't already know or that you forgot. But sometimes when you have like some of these talks and it's like, well, none of this is official. All of this could change by the time POE 2 comes out. It kind of ruins the hype a bit. But man, I, I wish and maybe a lot of this delay has to do with transcribing. I saw a note from Bex on one of the tweets from GGG that went out and said kudos to whoever put all the work into transcribing this so quickly mm-hmm. uh but i don't know it seems like two months is such a long time like maybe maybe the the because maybe there isn't a care in the world and maybe my assumption to what would be good marketing and having these videos available sooner or paying somebody like a company to transcribe it all much faster maybe it's not worth it because path of xl2 is so far away mm-hmm. maybe that's the mentality of it but I don't know. I'm curious to see, like maybe come Christmas time or January, how many views each of these videos has, because I could uh, my assumption would be if these videos were available a week or two after X uh, path XLCon 2 or even like, you know what I mean? Uh, really close to XLCon 2 that they would have so many views right off the bat within that first week. People having questions and all that hype and. So I'm curious to see. I really, I mean, I'm going to be rewatching each of these videos as they put them out as well. I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to go through. We had a, we had a listener listening to the Octavian interview where we were talk where we were talking about what Octavian told us about. You know, something happened when I was playing Path of Exile oh, yeah. at Exile mm-hmm. Con Two, and I'm surprised nobody's noticed it yet. So we had a couple listeners go through, 
And they said we couldn't find anything. So, but I'm excited to go through and see that when when that happens. I think Bosses and Monsters, uh, uh, what's uh, Octavian was in that one. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, yeah, there was that. And then uh, this one's really interesting. Like you and I both really like lore, but it's not worth our effort to go through it. If it mm-hmm. wasn't for Kit and Cat Noodle, we'd probably know ten times less. Um, but this was an interesting one. They had uh, a post about creating Trial of the Ancestors lore, and it was both encouraging and discouraging for me. Like, it's very interesting. And I love the whole lore aspect. And I love, as a fan, hearing the discussions as to how this works. You know what I mean? Like, they said, uh, where was it? My favorite part is the Excel spreadsheet. Oh, I love it. About who likes <laughs> who, who likes and who. doesn't like, right? Mm-hmm. And how they interact with each other, right? Like, they say stuff like, Kalm and Utala were not, immediate, were not immediately chieftains for Nagamahu and the Gitava tribes. We had a discussion about that, wondering if we could really use these characters from the main storyline. You know what I mean? And so they voted yes. Like, there's all that ambiguity. ambiguity is that, is that I say that ambiguity, right? Ambiguity, yeah. Yeah, that sounds way better when you say it. About the lore. And so it's like they're deciding as a group what the lore could be, like where that could go. I love having that out there. And then there's also some other stuff like um, the community noticed that there was already a Val arch- architect named Ahuana, but we decided to stick with this name because the Karui name is pronounced Ahuana. Like, I don't know, just like some little mix ups, but that ended up working out OK. Mm-hmm. The thing that was both encouraging and discouraging for me, and this isn't uh, no intent for them to be dishonest with us or hold things back because I, I much prefer them being honest with us but because there's a, there's a massive amount of commitment here but this person was saying who is it was it matt, matt. or was it matt okay um normally last week before launch is when i get to kick back and watch everyone else panic this week though because of exile con we worked right down to the wire and when i say the wire i mean i literally had a flight to catch on thursday night and i sent the final commitment of all the dialogue and all the story and all the lore at 7.20 p.m. And I had to be at the airport at 8 o'clock. That's how dedicated I am to make sure that this is done properly and doing that. And that's awesome. It also, though, from my perspective, it's so crazy to me that the company still in a way kind of functions like that. You know what I mean? Like things are just that last minute. And I know people can say like, yeah, XLCon obviously triples their workload, but that's all part of time management and planning to just like throw that on and then not have that type of resource available for planning so that people aren't doing that crazy stuff like thankfully it worked out from you know the dialogue choices but like what what did they say that they were recording until the day before the league launch for some of the final characters like i'm glad it worked out but i wouldn't have felt bad for them if it didn't when you have that kind of timeline like I'm, anyway, so I appreciate the commitment and the willingness to do it, but it's so crazy to me that that after like heist, you know what I mean? And all the stuff that they say that they were like quality first from heist. It's just crazy that there's still so many last minute things when you're controlling your own timeline, you know, when XLCon's coming, all that kind of stuff. So it was really neat to read, though. There was a lot of really cool lore in it. Uh, Kit and Cat Noodles already come out with her lore for this league, which oh, I haven't did had an opportunity out? to. I, I saw her tweet that her first video was like over an hour and just audio recording, which is crazy. And that was her yeah, first video. Is. This one's got to be insane for mm-hmm. her. Absolutely insane. So, yeah. So anyway, it was a really cool read. Really cool read. And uh, and that's that. I think that was everything in PoE land for this week. Yeah. Then the two YouTube videos. Yeah. Did you, uh, I assume you haven't played because you've been gone and then both work prep and work catch up after your trip. No, I tried playing before we did faded connections, uh, for a little bit, but, um, right. it just wasn't, so it wasn't a ton of stuff. Yeah. I just tried some of the new updates to, to trials and, um, yeah, we said we had a comment actually during the last week or something about somebody, um, telling us that it was actually trials of the ancestors not trails of the ancients which i oh, thought was quite funny right that's so right like yeah you might have to you might have missed an episode or two where we somehow <laughs> we got on the trails of the ancients we intended because we kept mixing it up at the beginning we decided to stuck. intentionally go with the opposite of what trails it is of the so ancients. now it's officially trails of the ancients yes yep. so if you're listening yeah so i just I, jokes just joshing just joshing i played uh i did play a little bit just trying out the changes to trials i think i talked about it 
maybe in an after dark. I don't remember, but I, I feel like at this point, if I want to, which I do want to play a lot more of the trials, I need to roll a new character or do something different because my character is just not fun. It's not fast enough. It's got no evasion. It's got no, it just, you know, the mechanic is a one shot mechanic when you get up into the higher tiers. And I just, I don't enjoy it with this character. They need to simplify their stuff. I think like go, you know, like strong boxes. That's for everybody. Every build can do strong boxes. You know what I mean? Arch Nemesis. Yeah, we didn't like how Arch Nemesis ended up being, but any build could have done it. You know what I mean? Like it was mm, I, I, don't I, know. I like I like those ones where it's just you add something neat, throw some rewards. Boom, like uh, very hit and miss league, um, the Calandra League. Any build could do it like it was just more enemies. It was a different place to fight. Right. So. <laughs> I like I like those ones when you try and make things way too fancy. Uh, again, I'm going to reference Blight because that is a pretty build specific one. Um, then you have something like this. It's that's different. I mean, even Heist is a little bit different because of the amount of um, funneling that there is within that gameplay and very few escape patterns like it's just room after room after room and so that that one actually is quite build defining as well but anyway i'd like them to get more simplified right bring back those good old strong box days talisman all right that's it give it to me people love it yeah but and you can make the argument league has... that this league you could technically play it as any and the same with sanctum was another one where okay if you want you could play it with any but the fact is if you wanted to actually be somewhat successful and not just bored of being dead all the time or not being able to run a sanctum or whatever it is that you kind of had to go a specific route for your build so and i'm not saying you have to to play um trials i just feel like for me it's not as fun playing a tanky jug who's not supposed to die in a one-shot mechanic it's not it's just not as enjoyable as if i had sure. tried to roll something else so yeah but but you know what contrary to what i'm saying or i guess it's not contrary it's just another point to consider but um if these stats are correct, Reddit's been posting tons about how this is the second biggest league when it comes to players playing late in the league. Like it's just very popular. Yeah. And I, I, I think that comes directly, not just or not because it's uh, what is it a, like a what, what do they call these games? It's not a MOBA. What is it? These like it's not a tower defense. What, what's this genre called? ARPG? Game? No, no. Like the actual league. Seasons? Like what's that what game called? If you're just to buy a game where it's doing th anyway, this is a specific genre. Anyway, not <laughs> I'm so well, no. sorry, I no, don't no, know no, what you no. mean. The when you go into a trail of the oh, ancients, oh, the, the actual thing itself. Okay, yeah, that yeah. league, whatever mm -hmm. that genre is called. Okay. I don't think it's necessary. This is just me talking. I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because they made the rewards so worth it. Yeah, like it's worth going in into there. that totally. no matter what. It is worth, even if you die, you're like, crap, but these rewards are worth it. Let me get back in there. And well, especially when you throw in the tattoos, that's where you get them. And tattoos are so huge. cool. Oh, They're man. so cool. I hope they exclude the league mechanic and I really hope they keep tattoos. I don't like mind Maybe the both, tattoos only drop tattoos from a certain always. base type. You know what I mean? Like maybe mm -hmm. from like a more native or indigenous base type, those tattoos can drop. Pretend like you're chopping off their arm <laughs> and you're like taking their tattoo but i hope anyway. they keep both but i don't know that i want tattoos to be associated with only trials right um sorry i interrupted you but you, are you are you going to re-roll or are you going to wait for our private league i'm not sure yet i haven't made a decision um cool. yeah we got to figure out a private league soon i guess after dark sure okay this week i spent some cash as i said um 31 bucks and 50 cents on Project Body Armor. American? Canadian. 12, uh, on console, it's all Canadian. Mm. Uh, 12, but their packages, like their support packs, are priced on whatever day they bothered checking the exchange rate, mm. which was like probably six years ago. So a $60 pack is like 90 bucks. You know what I mean? So I, mm -hmm. I only buy points because mm -hmm. with points, it's just a direct purchase. It's in Canadian. It's there's no fake conversion rate. Mm. Uh, so never buy the packs it, unless, of course, like there's been some that have been gifted to me and that was very kind. But anyway, yeah, I spent 31 bucks on body armor. They were on sale. I bought two pets for 12 bucks each, a portal that I'm disappointed in for 11. And the one that was the most important that it all revolves around is the eight dollar and 50 cents zombies, the project zombies. Oh, do you like them? I, I like how they look, mm -hmm. 
And normally this is great. Like the zombie slam and all that. It the color corresponds to the project. So like the zombie slams now are like when there's like this big green zilching going around. So I like that it actually cool. changes more than just the skin. It changes their skills as well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for me, I don't want bright. <laughs> at all. Right. And so I, I wish that it didn't do the big, big green bright zilching. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I also have a note here. Let's try and um, see what Google did with my voice typing here. Three key rack harbinger portals in the Necropolis boss fight with that stupid bone ring. Hmm. Okay, so the Necropolis boss fight. And he has that bone ring. I'm not talking the oh, item. Yes. I hate that. He put, but it, you can. can that did they ever circle. add an open to it? I can't remember. Do you have to use a movement skill to get out of it? I don't know because I, I can remember. easily. I am always have a full quartz flask. Okay. And so, so then you, I can I'm get out of that got... if I see it. But I'm doing a very busy minion build. So even that's very. Oh, it's an obvious skill. I don't always see it. And you obviously got some harbingers in that fight. To have multiple harbingers, I think I, 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 it was probably like an. Oh, I know what happened. Look at us working through this. See, who needs Google? <laughs> Obviously, Google's getting dumber and dumber the more I speak to it. But anyway, um, is that you or them? <laughs> I had, I had no, no. It's Google. Like my whole family makes fun of Google. Like, okay. you know, hey Google, can you define this word for me? Well, that word has two definitions. Here's the first one. Is that the one you wanted, or would you like the next one? Next one, please. Turns off. Or <laughs> next one, please. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Turns off. So, no, I had two red um, Einhar beasts. Mm-hmm. The Necropolis boss with that stupid bone ring. And three Harbinger portals. Because mm. it was one of those um, memories with all oh, the crazy amount okay. of Harbingers. Yep. So, it was busy. Mm-hmm. And harbingers are very guilty for throwing rares at you out of nowhere. So sometimes it's fine. Sometimes like, where is that coming from? But it's a harbinger. You're not going to find out where that's coming from. You just got to kill stuff as fast as you can. So anyway, I didn't finish that map. Mm. Thing. It was before 10 o'clock before I got tired, but I still lost half my level. I can't tell <laughs> you how many times I've hit 91 and a half <laughs> only to see that yellow bar go all the way back down oh, to ninety-one point zero, but yeah, that was a pretty epic one. Um, and I have a fantastic build that I really don't like. It's there's nothing more to squeak out of the base minimum of it. You know what I mean? Like it's easy to improve in terms of getting epic gear that I can't afford, but I, I don't think I can make it any better from the base version. And so I'm very happy with it. There really aren't any modifications that I can do without getting more epic gear. But Mm -hmm. so I wasn't discouraged by failing. It was just one of those things where you have it's just too much, just too much with the mods that I had. And then so, yeah, I also had an uh, chance with uh, because I'm invested into bestiary and it happens sometimes, but not often. You know how sometimes like I get excited because, you know, I'll get like 40 rogues in a map, which I don't do anymore. Uh, 23 beasts. Jesus. Oh, it was awesome. Wow. And half of them, well, just under 13 of them. No, it was 12 of them. It was one under half. 12 of them were red. It was awesome. So like 11 red beasts as opposed to, yes, 11 of them. Like well, was it a good map? Was the map at least a good layout for that? No. Okay. No, I mean, not, not no, not yes. When the red beasts come, they just run at you and for the most part a few of them are quite deadly with their hidden arch nemesis mods that they have but for the most part they were just fun slightly longer fights um yeah they're good the thing that sucks about um the i'm still a drop first kind of fan and bestiary drops nothing it's all about just earning the eventual crafting reward Mm -hmm. thanks for fixing that by the way my stupid camera thinks that's a face the red I've lamp got a little lamp on my thing that's yeah it looks like a little guy and it keeps <laughs> keeps changing the stupid yeah. focus to him sorry no no that's good it's just like bestiary never drops anything good even when you're fully invested into it and there's the possibility of dropping items that have a beast craft on it it's almost dropping nothing all the time so it's i mean it's all about the crafts and the crafts are strong the crafts are powerful the crafts are worth the investment but i'm still a drop guy so it mm-hmm. sucks when you like go through this big fight metamorphos the same way you go through this big fight and then it's just moving on you know what i mean you don't really see it and you don't even get the satisfaction of the kill 
because they get trapped instead of killed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's that lack of you have to sound wait for the and drops and you do actually, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. You remember Dark Souls one after it got updated and updated and we're talking the original one, not the remastered one. Uh, Dark Souls one, you would have to wait for like three seconds after every single kill because that's when the drop happened when the shiny would pop up yeah right it wasn't like at the beginning it was after it had been updated a whole bunch and they you know made a whole bunch of fixes to the game part of it slowed the game down so that after you heard the sound you had to wait after every single enemy to see if they drop something or not feel mm-hmm. the same that's i that's the total vibe i get when i do bestiary i've been theory crafting all right so much so that it hurts my head and I have made no progress despite spending hours upon hours upon hours. I really want cluster jewels to work. Okay. But I can't find Ben. Okay. So imagine if my kids asked me for help with Minecraft <laughs> during, <laughs> during faded connections. I've been gone for like 10 minutes. Justin's been very kind, probably thankful because he gets to do some work, but he's doing some work. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, my kids, I don't play Minecraft. I know nothing about Minecraft. It makes me so nauseous that in a good and a bad way, I there's no point in me even learning about it because just the the gameplay itself makes me so nauseous. I can't play with the kids at all. But as a result, I know nothing about it. And so my kids play lots. They play tons. But I'm discovering that my son is the one that normally sets everything up and helps my daughter out and all that kind of stuff. So now she's starting to get more friends at school and they want to hang out and they're like, I don't let my kids play anywhere near as many video games as some of these other kids. And so she's like, doesn't know how to invite friends or not invite because one's on PC, one's on a tablet. They're not all on an Xbox. And so it's like, well, how's it going? And I don't know. I don't know. Can you send them an Xbox invite? Like, I don't know how it works. And so she's like, dad, my friend wants to do this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, um, try this and like i don't know it's so anyway it took me like 10 minutes to do that so anyway live we're back live (laughs) so what was i talking about oh yeah cluster jewels like i really want cluster jewels to work i see so much power there's so many cool notables but for me to get like my base character safe enough and powerful enough and defensive enough to eventually have some of these nodes replaced it's tough. Like I, I, I can't find a way for me to get the stats that I like with my character. To interrupt myself, I don't want to do a cluster jewel build with only one set of clusters, like one large, medium, and small. I, I don't Why? want. I don't know. Like I don't feel like the build's strong enough or valuable enough if I'm not doubling up on the. Because one thing I love about the cluster jewels is that those is that the notables are uh, stackable. I guess technically notables are always stackable. It's just there's only one notable on the tree, right? And then if you allocate that same notable that you already have allocated, you know, like with, um, what's it called, with oils, it's not stackable because you're actually using the exact same notable. It's not like that notable's in two separate locations. So when mm-hmm. it comes to cluster jewels, you can stack your notables because they're separate sure. notable. They're in separate locations on the tree. So just the fact that they have the same name is irrelevant. So I like, I love that aspect. And, but to me, I'm not getting, I could make a better build without cluster jewels. If I only had one large, two medium and two small clusters, I can, I get better benefits with the way that I like to play with just the normal vanilla tree. So I want to be able to make two full clusters. Now they, they could be a dependency on having like a small, the smallest large clusters, the smallest medium and the smallest smalls. I'm fine with that, but because it's all about for me stacking the notables and then possibly getting the benefits. But I'm having a really difficult time finding a way to do that with a build that only requires nine, a level 91 or 92. Mm. You know, I'm like needing to get into 97, which I'm never going to reach. Right. So playing an insert like theory crafting an insane amount that way, trying a whole bunch of different things. Um, I'm desperately trying to. Like I'm going back to the remember when I was before the Guardian changed this league, I was thinking of completely swapping over my zombie build to the Guardian build the way that it used to be mm-hmm. um, thinking about doing that. But with the champion now, because I love I just love the champions auras. I, I the, the necromancer is good. It's really strong. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just very boring to me. 
and I love We've the done free. It forever. It is, yeah, that's true. Uh, the champion has free accuracy, right? So you don't have to worry about accuracy investment for your minions. It has taunt, right? I take reduced damage when I've taunted. My and my allies take reduced damage when I've taunted. There's either free added damage. There's 35% increased aura effect. There's also the option of the you know pure fortify. So it's like, oh man, there's so much going on and so many fun options that I really like, whereas the Necro doesn't have a lot of those fun options, you know what I mean? There's definitely lots that are easy to ignore based on the style of build that I want to play. So I'm really trying to make that work. And for some reason I have in my head, like, so I'm trying to get all this stuff done. Like I'm trying to make the champ work with zombies easy enough. I could take my Necro tree and slap that onto my champ and it would work fine. But I have this thing now where I really want like a surprise minion build. So it's like, it doesn't look like much, but once the fight starts, I'm completely overwhelming you. So, you know, dominating blow would be a surprise minion skill for me because I, I starts off with nothing. But then as I start smacking, all of a sudden there's like nine sentinels running around, right? Herald of Purity is another one. There's nothing until I start smacking. Um, summon Phantasms is another one. Like all those surprise minion builds where as I start doing something, more starts showing up. So I really want to make like, these red minions, the red skill gem minions work. But I also really want zombies to work because I just can't bail on zombies. I hate that I love them, but I love them. So I'm just trying to make it work. And I currently have a build. I'm, it's been a tough week, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have 30 skills to cut. So that I'm within the 24 sockets that I'm allowed. It's you so have 30 difficult. 30 to cut? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I'm so right now, like at you the end of the 54? day. 54? Lots, 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 <laughs> lots. Like there's so awesome. many things that I want in the build that I can't. And sure. with my zombie build, I don't need so many of these other ones. Like, for example, I don't need Herald of Purity with my zombie build because I'm not doing any attack damage. Sure. So that means I don't need my summon uh holy relic at all that is irrelevant i don't need to have impale i don't care about summon phantasms i you know there's just so much i don't need so it's easy for me to add in in that build specters for frenzy charges and a stone golem with guardians blessing and pride for the bonus damage because i have that space and i can throw in an offering with this one because i'm doing melee every single minion option is powerful and tempting and so it's very difficult to cut but then on the tree, I'm also debating, okay, how do I get back down to 91? I'm currently at 97. There are two nodes on the tree that reduce critical damage that I take by 30%. One's a notable, one's an armor mastery option. I love those two. Having 60% reduced crit damage, like having crits reduced by, that hit me. Okay, having crits that hit me have that damage reduced by 60% is huge. Right. Are you getting hit often, like with your with the champ? I would be because I'm ta I'm the taunter, mm -hmm. so I'm the one that's getting hit. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I'd be stationary often when it comes to um, dominating blow, and so it's very difficult for me to exclude Arctic armor because that's twenty one percent less physical damage taken, and that's flat. Like that's excluding all the armor that I have. And with Determination and the Champ, I'm going to have 33,000 armor without any gear on. Like that's, so, you know, I'll, I'll be tanky and I'll have 81% elemental resists again, like I do with my other builds. So like it's, I have the mitigation that I need, but it's very difficult for me to have Arctic armor because then I can't have purity of elements. Oh, and that like immunity to everything without flasks. It's like, well, it's everything except for the stupid stuff like vines or tar or whatever like that. It's just awesome. And so there's very little that when my health is dropping fast, I'm like, OK, it's probably a bleed. Awesome. You know what I mean? So I just it's so difficult for me to drop purity of elements. But on the tree, I'm either deciding between those two crit defensive nodes or that extra cluster of um skill or mana reservation because that will allow me to either have petrified blood which will allow me to have uh, arctic armor you know what i mean reserving life so i'm down to 50 percent, and or i can get rid of that and it'll allow me to have purity of elements choices ah, it's so tough man honestly this whole week is that's what i've been doing i didn't play i 
I, well, I know. Sorry, I, I played a lot last week. This week, it's all been like, I really want to make this build work. And so I was really open to have it set for last night because last night I had the time to play, but I didn't because I wasn't finished. So instead of broadcasting gameplay, I sit down at the computer and I'm broadcasting path of building and um, uh, PoE planner. And by the end, I added 30 more skills. I added 100 more nodes on the tree. <laughs> and the, my, like, my last comments on the broadcast were like, I gotta go to bed. My head hurts. <laughs> I'd made no progress at all. But no, I'm awesome. also trying to add, so like that's tricky enough when you're thinking about cluster jewels and you're really trying to force yourself to have your certain surprise minion skills, but forcing yourself to keep zombies and I'm forcing myself to do champion. I'm also... This is also why we don't do live. I just have a long break where Justin edits out all those silences, but I have no idea where I was going with it. Oh, right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. 10 minutes okay, later. You got it. That's good. I appreciate your patience. Yeah. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness. It's almost at 11 o'clock. I'm very sorry, Justin. Um, I also want to go back to that swap ability. Like when I had my dominating zombies build with the guardian, mm -hmm. I had it so that I could weapon swap and just keep going. So like if I was in the mood for dominating um dominating blow that would be on my three link melee weapon right and i like it on the three link melee weapon because it has that easy mod to get where it's plus two to all socketed melee jumps i like that uh and then on the other hand i would just have something else that was working but i when i'm swapping i don't want to activate anything i want to be seamless so i just mm -hmm. i don't want to activate any heralds or auras and i don't want it to be something that interrupts um my gameplay so it would be that and then on the other hand if i wasn't feeling in the mood to be very active i would and it just wanted to be a zombie build then i would weapon swap and on that one i would have you know molten shell with convocation right which is still technically one button because i don't count instant skills that's just you hold a button down and that and then on the other hand it was um automatic offering and desecrate so i liked having that weapon swap whereas if i was in the mood for a pure zombie build it would work and it would be a little bit stronger. And if I wasn't in the mood for it, if it felt like being more active, then there was that option and it didn't have the clunkiness of having to turn on and off auras. So that was really exciting to me. And I'm really trying to make that work, but it's difficult when I have 30 more skills to try and put into 24 sockets. So it's been a great week. I You'll didn't mean there. to monopolize the entire episode yeah, by my ramblings. Not going to listen to Tyler <laughs> going <laughs> ramble for four hours <laughs> of that. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening to that. Um, I am having, I'm going to move this card over to next week. If you're all right with that, you do you buddy. And, uh, yeah, so I've been having a tough, oh, fantastic time. Like one thing that I was actually going to say is, um, I wish Twitch had path of building as a game. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to type in path of building. I was like, maybe it isn't there. Maybe it is. Uh, that would have been pretty awesome. Path of building. You put it in your title, though. Or maybe, I don't know how they come up with, like, which games are legit or not. Um, but it would be fun if somehow we could add, like, maybe through Steam or however it is, like, PoE Theory Crafting was a game. You know what I mean? As opposed to just Path of X. Anyway. But then that would screw up Twitch drops because you can, you know, like, you just be saying that you're playing Path of Exile and you'll get your Twitch drops. I hate Twitch drops. I hate them. Just because they make you feel like you have to do it? Cause well, so I I loaded up um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh yeah, how was that update? Um, it's fine. I didn't have I haven't had a ton of time to play it, but I played it a little bit. But when you get the Phantom Liberty, the new expansion, that one of the first things that pops up is they tell you about these two particular. I think it was two particular Twitch drops, and it's like you, if you go and watch someone, I'm like I don't like I I don't want to though. <laughs> I I paid you for the game, and right. now you want me to go watch someone else play it? I don't get it i just, I just that, that bothers me or make it some other way to also get it in game because i'm not going to go open right. up a twitch stream that's silly and, do you know what though that makes perfect sense if you're not into broadcasting or watching that should not be in my opinion i agree with you it should be something that you can earn in game yeah. if you're not a twitcher on mm -hmm. either side of twitch if you can if earn I it in game, game by for right. two hours let me within get in this time frame yeah exactly yeah, so silly yeah and if you can't play i mean Almost everybody would prefer to play the game, but they're watching because they can't. They're working or whatever it is. So in that opportunity, you aren't missing out because you get to watch them. You still get that content. Whereas if you're actually playing, you yeah, it's very weird to content. me. 
I saw it. I was like, well, that's not something I'm going to get stupid. Hey, after you spend all this money. Yeah. And it's just skin. So I don't really care. But I just find that weird that they um, don't find a way to also award it to you when you just play the game. It's different to me when there's like Path of Exile doing an announcement thing like that to me is different, you know, because it's not it's just uh, I don't know. In my head, it's different. They're like, oh, we've got our announcement. So we're going to enable Twitch drops during this time for these items. That's cool. You if can't they came play out with an a league, Right. If they came out with a brand new league and they were like, oh, we've got these MTX that you can earn if you I, I would be bitching on here about that. A hundred percent. If they yeah. if 323 came oh, out, gone. they were like, oh. Oh, yeah, you disappeared back. too. Uh, if they say 323 is coming out, um, when it launches, if you watch, you can earn these things. I'd be like, no, that's not cool. So anyway, hmm. I don't think they've done that before, right? No, I think GG's no. been legit with everything they do. I'm so glad they're yeah. like pure free to play. Like it's, it's <laughs> just going with that mentality of like how well thought out that kind of stuff is. They are really good at, with all the stuff that we've complained about and praised them for. One thing that they have been very good at is that integrity of ensuring that things are fair from a money standpoint, impacting gameplay and even rewarding players. I I think they've done a great job with the exception of what we're going to complain about tonight, because we can't do hardcore solo self-found in league. Is it still not available? Oh, don't tell me that now. Um, (laughs) We're we're going to talk about that in After Dark. It was funny how actually when I was in Vegas, the couple that we went with, they don't play video games and he was asking about you know they know about the podcast and stuff and so he was asking about or they were both asking about path of excel and they the concept of a free-to-play game was just they're like i don't get it though how do they make money and christina's like him <laughs> awesome uh, yeah all right uh, let's wrap this up eh? episode 208 forever exiled i'm justin aka tags and i'm tyler wrecker of days We love your faces. Thanks so much for listening. Patrons, we'll catch you in After Dark. Everybody else, we'll see you next week in 209. If you're looking for more information, you'll find it down below. we got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord. You should pop in there and say hi. And Patreon, another way to support the podcast. You'll find them down below as well as on the website. So long. Thanks for listening to my ramblings. It was fun.